Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Outlook at XM.com. This week, the RBA will announce its interest rate decision, while on the data front, we'll get Canada's employment report and the GDP numbers out of the UK for the last quarter of 2022, which will shed some light on whether the UK can avoid a recession. I'm Maria Pachardvis, and joining me to discuss all this is lead investment analyst Rafi Boyajian. So Rafi, let's start over in Australia, where inflation accelerated back in December. Can you tell us about the current state of the Australian economy and what the Reserve Bank of Australia is likely to announce on Tuesday and how that might affect the Australian dollar? Well, Maria, we are getting some signs that the Australian economy is slowing. Uh, we're seeing slowdown in the housing sector uh, and the recent PMIs have been rather weak uh, as well. Uh, but the labor market uh, does remain uh, quite tight. Uh, but more importantly, importantly, we did see inflation uh, actually spike towards the end of 2022. Uh, it did. Uh, uh, rise about 8% uh, in December. Um, so although this wasn't too far from the RBA's uh, own prediction of where inflation would be uh, towards the year end, uh, it does highlight that there's still some upside risks uh, as far as uh, inflation is concerned. And of course, uh, China's reopening adds to these upside uh, risks. Um, so the RBA uh, will probably hike one more time by 25 basis points. Uh, and they may keep the door open to rate hikes uh, so they could signal that maybe some further tightening might be uh, needed uh, and this could bolster the Australian dollar because markets are leaning uh, towards uh, a pause. Um, of course, we can't rule this out. We're seeing other central banks also uh, hint uh, that they could be pausing soon. So uh, if the RBA were to hike rates, but uh, signal that they will be pausing after that, uh, then uh, I think they would, that would still probably come as a little bit of a surprise to the market and we could see uh, the, the Aussie coming under pressure. Moving over to the UK now, the British economy is really struggling due to multiple factors including sky-high inflation and, more recently, strike action by public sector workers. GDP numbers for the last quarter of 2022 are due on Friday. Do you think the UK will manage to avoid a recession? Well, uh, the cost of living crisis, as you said, seems to be, have been more accentuated in the UK than in some other countries. Inflation uh, is, uh, has been higher and the gas and electricity bills are taking longer to come down now, uh, despite the big drop in energy prices. Uh, but like in the euro area, some of the gloom has been overdone and GDP uh, is uh, in fact expected to have been flat in the fourth quarter. Uh, so this would mean that the UK would avoid a technical recession, uh, but it does not necessarily uh, lift the uncertainty um, and not necessarily boost the sterling because there's a strong chance that the economy uh, will contract in the first quarter of 2023. Uh, on top of that, the Bank of England has hinted that it's uh, reaching the end of its tightening cycle. So even if uh, we were to get some positives uh, from the data, uh, any boost to the pound would probably be temporary. Turning to Canada now, we'll get the employment report on Friday. What are we expecting there and how might the loony react? Well, like in some other countries uh, like the UK and Australia, the tight labour market is also a reality in uh, Canada. 
So there is uh, this risk of wage pressures uh, building up, uh, and which would be a concern, of course, to uh, uh, to policymakers. Uh, and last last month, we did see a big jump uh, in employment. So another big increase uh, in job gains in January would uh, suggest uh, that the monetary tightening hasn't gone far enough. Uh, yet the Bank of Canada has just signaled that it will pause uh, before deciding whether or not to further uh, hike uh, interest rates. Uh, so unless we see uh, some very big surprises in the data, whether to the upside or the downside, uh, it's unlikely that the loonie will react much uh, to the jobs numbers uh, and will be driven more by the broader risk sentiment uh, in the markets. Right. And finally, over in the U.S., it will be a fairly quiet week in terms of data releases, with the main one being the University of Michigan's Preliminary Consumer Sentiment Survey. And on Tuesday, Fed Chair Powell will speak at the Economic Club of Washington. What will traders be watching for there? So that is right. Uh, it's looking fairly quiet on the data front. Uh, now, the University of Michigan's Consumer Sentiment Survey is uh, pretty important. It does show uh, it's, it's basically a forward-looking indicator on consumer sentiment and also uh, the inflation expectations component of that survey uh, is closely watched as well. And recently, we have been seeing some encouraging signs there. Uh, so it does have the potential to move the dollar. But as you said, the more important uh, thing for investors is what Powell might say uh, on Tuesday because uh, he did give some mixed signals um, in his uh, press briefing after the after last week's uh, FOMC meeting. Uh, so, you know, if, we, if he does come across as a bit more hawkish this time, uh, then that could really uh, lift the, the US dollar uh, because uh, he did actually sound uh, somewhat uh, less hawkish, kind of even maybe a bit dovish. Uh, so definitely um, it's going to be important what he says as far as, you know, just how many additional rate increases uh, the Fed uh, is planning for this year. Rafi, thanks so much. And thanks for joining us at XM.com for this weekly outlook. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.